welcome to Dads with Daughters. In this show, we spotlight dads, resources, and more to help you be the best dad you can be. Welcome back. This is Chris Lewis, and welcome to the Dads with Daughters podcast, where we bring you guests to help you be active participants in your daughter's lives, raising them to be strong, independent women. And today we are, I'm really excited to be able to be talking to Stacey Herman from Stripe Street Studio. Uh, She is a, the person that has started this. We're going to learn a lot more about Stripe Street Studio and what they're doing with a new recently launched service that helps divorced dads seamlessly transition into a new space. And it is a one of one of a kind, first of its kind, complete home transition studio that is going to help a lot of dads out there. And I'm really excited to be able to talk to her about that and to introduce her to you. Stacy, thanks so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. It is my pleasure. I love being able to bring new resources to our dads to be able to allow for them to be able to kind of see some of the opportunities that are out there. And this sounds like a great opportunity for dads to be able to build something out for their kids that is really kind of cool. So we're going to be talking about that. I always start our interviews with some opportunities to get to know you a little bit more. And in this case, get to know you as a mom. So first and foremost, I want to turn the clock back in time. I know you've got two kids yourself, your oldest being 19 and you've got a 17 year old. So it's a, it's a few years. So we're going to turn the clock back to that first child that you had and and your daughter. And I want you to think back to that first reaction that you had when you first found out that you were going to be a mother to a daughter. What was that reaction? I was excited. I actually grew up with an older brother. So I was looking forward to raising a daughter. I always took my um, career kind of in a fun, exciting way. And I was actually, you know, looking forward to sharing that with a daughter and making, creating an independence for her within herself that I had created for myself with the help of my parents, of course. (laughs) So talk to me about that because, you know, you talk about wanting to set up a world, a environment that supports your daughter to be strong and independent. What did you do to be able to, outside of modeling it yourself, Mm -hmm. to be able to create that type of environment. Letting her make her own decisions. That is just, I never believed in solving her problems for her. I always encouraged her to, and asked lots of questions, right? What do you think you should do? How do you think you should handle the situation? Or, well, have you talked to that person instead of, oh, I'll go talk to that teacher for you or anything like that. Like, no, no, no. Like when kids, and this happened year after year after year, but when she handled things for herself, you could see her confidence grow. And that's definitely something that I think that all all fathers, all mothers are trying to do with their kids in general. But, you know, for me as a father of two daughters, that's definitely something that I want them to have because I want them to be able to go out into the world and be self-confident, to be ready for the things that are going to be set in front of them and be willing to take on ask the questions, challenge challenge things. And I think that by doing what you just said definitely allows for you to be able to do just that. I was going to say one thing, you're going to laugh, but I do keep the, a list of questions on my desktop. So even now when my kids call me and just so I don't react to what they're saying or, you know, when I'm busy, I'll be like, oh, well, why don't you try that? I stop myself and I ask them, 
you know, questions like, well, what did you learn from this? I brought up the thing, you know, what strategy can you try? So I find that if you have certain tools at your fingertips, when we all live busy lives, it helps a lot. It does help a lot. And and I can just see my daughters rolling their eyes on some of those questions, probably. And you probably have seen that in your kids too, at times, where you ask those questions, they're like, oh my gosh, really? You're asking me this again? <laughs> Sometimes they're like, just tell me, just tell me. I'm like, mm, sorry. <laughs> in thinking about raising a daughter in today's society, as your daughter came into your life, as she was getting older, what would you say was your biggest fear? in raising a daughter today? My biggest fear is for her not to grow up with her own independence and be able to handle her own finances and, and accomplish her own dreams. Like I just feel, you know, safety was an issue in today's world, but I definitely gave her some reading assignments in her teen years to help with that. Because my daughter could, when she was younger, she liked to, she was always inquisitive and she would somewhat wander <laughs> sometimes. And so there was a book actually I had her read in high school called The Gift of Fear. Not to instill fear, but to make you aware of certain things and your environment. Well, I'll, I'll definitely put the, that link in our notes today because it sounds like a great book and definitely something that I think all of us have to realize. Because I think as parents, there is a lot of fear, right? We're trying to keep our kids safe and keeping them in that bubble. And there's that sense of of not knowing or the sense of when they walk out the door or you live in New York City as well as in Oklahoma as well. And But in New York, probably their first time going alone on the subway, going somewhere or, you know, in giving up that locus of control, but hoping that you've instilled enough things in them to know that to be aware, to be, and be able to be self-reliant enough to be able to, to uh, handle situations as they arise. Yeah. And it's education and educating them to their surroundings and what could happen. But, you know, before you educate and before kids listen to their parents, you really have to attach to them and kind of make a connection with them so that they will take your advice or they will kind of listen to suggestions that you might not that you're making their decisions for them, but suggestions that you put on the table. I, I really appreciate that. And, and thank you for sharing that. Now, what, what would you say is one of the favorite things that you like to do with your daughter? Exercise. She was an, in high school, a national volleyball player. So I would love to go watch her play her games and travel with her for that. But really now my favorite thing is to exercise, play tennis with her. She's really recently taken interest in tennis and kind of we, during COVID, we would take, you know, four to five mile walks with the dog. And so it's, those are the things I enjoy most. And, and she had me doing some, you know, Zoom ab classes with her and stuff on the driveway. So those were fun too. Sounds like fun. And probably had some neighbor's eyes like, what are they doing? <laughs> but there's been stranger things, especially during COVID. Yes. Now, I want to transition. I want to talk about Stripe Street Studio and about what you do as a studio first and foremost. And then I want to talk about this new pr service that you're providing. So tell me about Stripe Street Studio and the impetus to it and kind of where, what made you decide to start this company? So I was always interested in design and my background is in publishing, magazine publishing and events. And so I had gotten on some projects 
that encompassed design. And then I really took that and moved it forward with interiors. But then I had a bunch of friends and my kids, friends, you know, the families. I knew a lot of families going through divorce. And then I got a couple of clients, you know, for interiors who were divorced dads. And I always had such empathy for the families going through divorce, especially the kids, right? Like I just feel like they were just kind of pulled in all these directions. And when both sets of parents had like a comfortable, welcoming home for the kids, it just makes such a difference. And so that's kind of how it came about. And, you know, then I also, you know, for the most part, the dads need help with those types of things. I have worked with divorced moms, but mostly the dads are the ones who seek our help. And that's really just how it came about. And when I just love the fact that when dads call me and they're so appreciative of how it really affects their relationship with their children as this whole windy transition happens, that is what makes me feel good. And I'm happy to help. So it's kind of like my talents and everything just kind of came across into my personal life and how my experience with families through divorce. So let's talk about this new service that you're providing. And it's helping divorced dads to provide them and help them with that seamless transition. The first contact that I got from your company showed me a picture of one of your clients named Adam Koppelman, who is a dad of three. And it looks like you worked with him to be able to create a a kind of a a really unique type of a bedding system. Um, And I'll put a link in the notes today so everybody can see this picture. But but talk to me about if a father came to your company and wanted to work with you, what's the process that you go through to be able to identify and figure out what does this person really need and what does this family really need? Yeah. So the first thing we do, we break it up into steps, right? Because it's such an overwhelming time. You're dealing with divorce attorneys and financial people. And, you know, we kind of come in as like your home advisor, but we break it down so that it's not so overwhelming. I mean, if you could just imagine walking into an empty space and like you want it to feel welcoming and comforting, it's like you don't even know where to begin. So the first thing that we do is we talk about the space and how it will best be used. Then we talk about where you're going to sit, eat, and sleep, right? Like, let's just talk about that. (laughs) That's all. We need to get beds. We need to get a place to hang out. So you need a table where you can all sit down and have a family dinner. So that's, you know, step number two. And then let me go back to the space plan. You know, spaces could be funny. And there have been just certain situations where gentlemen think they're going to use the space one way. For example, there was a one bedroom apartment this gentleman was moving into and he had three boys and he was going to put two sets of bunk beds in the bedroom and then have the living room, you know, and I was like, well, let's think about this for a minute. Okay. How often are your going to boys be with you if they're with you half the time? And you're also like, you know, you're an adult, like let's make a proper master bedroom, right? 
the living room, we can turn into a bedroom in the evenings. That's kind of another example of the picture of Adam, where we had Murphy bunk beds set up in the living room. So that's two kids and they love them. Those kids love those. And then a sleep sofa in the living room for the third child. So everybody has their own place to be. But you know, that's how kind of space can be used. Another gentleman, he had a two-year-old and the two-year-old doesn't spend much time in their bedroom other than to nap and sleep. And so he was going to use this beautiful room that had a view and everything as her bedroom. But there was another bed, you know, kind of den that was much smaller that we said, you know what, let's put make that her bedroom. And this should be your office slash den. He's like, oh, you know, okay. So that's, you know, space is important. Then we're going to talk about what are you bringing? Where are you going to sit, eat and sleep? What do we need to get to accomplish those three goals? And then the next step is to really personalize it. Tell me about what you like to do. Tell me about your kids. Let's make this so when they walk in, there's pic- family pictures there. And and if someone's interested in lacrosse, we have some stuff set up in their bedroom just so that it really shows the kids that their dads want to continue in their lives. And, you know, often guys are like, oh, you got to meet my kids. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't need to meet your kids. You need to tell me about your kids. And I'm going to give you things that you can look at with them and choose together because you're building this home together. So, you know, one example, this gentleman, he had a six-year-old daughter. And so she loved rainbows and black hearts and, you know, stuff. So, I gave him like four or five choices of peel and stick wallpaper things we could do behind her bed. And so they had so much fun picking that out. So she ended up picking out like the flamingo trees and, you know, and stuff. And so we did a nice, tasteful back wall that when she walked into her room, she was like, she loved it. And it's just things like that. That's what makes me so excited. And then she loved it so much that her mom, his ex-spouse did the same thing for her room at her place. So, you know, things like that matter to kids. And so the other thing that Stripe Street does is like, we're kind of like the road design can lead you to better relationships if you take the time and think about it and stuff like that. So that's personalizing. That's step three. And then step four is really, you know, filling in, creating warmth. What are we going to do on the floors and the walls and We do everything from all the bedding, if you want us to, and we set up the entire kitchen, making sure that you have a microwave, a Vitamix, you know, vegetable peeler so that you guys can really create family meals like takeout every night. That's not going to fly. It just doesn't create that warmth and stuff. Although takeout's great some nights for sure, busy athletic school nights or something like that. But that's another way for dads to connect with their kids is to cook together. And so it could be very easy as making grilled cheese, or you could get more involved and create homemade pasta. So, you know, we give ideas like that too. I mean, one gentleman, he told me he had a hard time getting the kids up and ready for school in the morning. So I said, okay, here's a smoothie book. The key to great smoothies is frozen bananas. Get a slew of ripe frozen bananas, put them in the freezer and make smoothies. And he was called me. He was like, oh my gosh, my son, my middle son, 
He wakes up every morning, dad, what smoothie are we making today? You know, like that creates a relationship. And that's that attachment that I was talking to before. So that's kind of our process. Now, are you working with dads nationwide or only in the cities that you're based in? No, we, um, with now, with Zoom and everything, it's very easy to do it nationwide. We have Zoom calls, we get plans, we pick out um, items together via Zoom. And then if you want us to come to the install, we would absolutely come and do that. Everybody has different budgets. We work with different budgets. We can do as little or as much as needed or wanted. I mean, one gentleman we just finished, we did everything from moving what he was taking out of his current home, you know, past home into his new home. We worked with all the movers. We did all the logistics for all the new furniture. We got everything he needed for his kitchen and we even unpacked him. So when he walked into his new home, it felt like home. His suits were hung up in the closet, you know, color coordinated. Like we did, we had everything set. That's quite the service because, uh, you know, I think that for, especially when you're making a move like that and, and if you're dealing with all the other things that you've been dealing with, especially if you're going through divorce, having something that you can be hands off and know that you've got somebody supporting you in that way definitely can take some of the stress and some of the other concerns off your back. Yeah. At this Thanksgiving was, I really thought it was uh, one client texted me and he said, this made my Thanksgiving. <laughs> he was like, he said, I'm grateful for everything you've done for me this year. And that just kind of was just so nice, you know, especially in these times, just when people are kind to one another. And, you know, that's the other thing when you have a nice home to come home to each evening and a cozy bed to climb into everybody is a little bit kinder to one another, right? Like kinder to your ex-spouse, more rested, people get along better. And so all of that's important. Now, I always finish my interviews with what I like to call our our fatherhood five, but we're going to call this today the motherhood five, where I ask you five questions to delve deeper into you as a mom. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So first and foremost, in one word, what is motherhood? Hard work. When was a time that you felt like you finally succeeded at being a mother to a daughter? When she left for college. How would your kids describe you as a mom? Organized. Now, who inspires you to be a better mom? My mom. And finally, as you think about all the advice that you've had to give to to dads that you're working with, and you think about dads that are out there trying to be better dads, what advice would you give to dads today. Have your kids put the phones away and go have some fun together. No phones. Out on the driveway, doing some Zoom uh, yoga and uh, or something like that. Yeah, it's amazing the difference that I find with my kids when the phones are not around. It does make a huge difference when you can get you. and, And a lot of times you have to put your own phone down. Too. Oh, absolutely. Because you are the coach. You you are the one they are following. So that is very important. You cannot sit there and tell them to put their phones down if your if your <laughs> no. face is inside of a phone as well, no. because it's a it's definitely not going to resonate. 
and they're tied into that with their friends and so on and so forth. So I completely understand that. Now, if people are interested in finding out more about Stripe Street Studio, where should they go to get more information? StripeStreetStudio.com. Well, Stacey, I truly want to say thank you for the opportunity to talk to you today to be able to learn more about what you're doing to help divorced dads. And I wish you all the best. Thank you. This was so fun. I appreciate it. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Dads with Daughters podcast, we invite you to check out the Fatherhood Insider. The Fatherhood Insider is the essential resource for any dad that wants to be the best dad that he can be. We know that no child comes with an instruction manual, and most dads are figuring it out as they go along. And the Fatherhood Insider is full of resources and information that will up your game on fatherhood. Through our extensive course library, interactive forum, step-by-step roadmaps, and more, you will engage and learn with experts, but more importantly, dads like you. So check it out at fatheringtogether.org. If you are a father of a daughter and have not yet joined the Dads with Daughters Facebook community, there's a link in the notes today. Dads with Daughters is a program of Fathering Together. Find out more at fatheringtogether.org. We look forward to having you back for another great guest next week, all geared to helping you raise strong, empowered daughters and be the best dad that you can be. We're all in the same boat And it's full of tiny screaming passengers We spend the time We give the lessons We make the meals We buy them presents Bring your A-game Cause those kids are growing fast The time goes by just like a dynamite blast Calling astronauts and firemen Carpenters and muscle men Get out and be the world to them best dad you can be Be the best dad you can be